Welcome to your shelf or mine. I'm Becky Standle, Youth Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. And I'm Elizabeth Partridge, Adult Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. How's it going? It's going great. Good. How was your um, week? My week has been really good. Yeah? I'm getting a lot of vitamins Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel good. Why are you getting a lot of vitamins? Because the sun is out. Oh, vitamins. Shining. I see. Race. (laughs) Vitamins. You know, it is um, so nice to see the sunshine after so long, dismal, dreary, gray rain that um, I hope it lasts long enough because if it goes away too soon, I'm going to cry. It's supposed to last. On Tuesday during my break, I went down to Woodland with my mom Mm -hmm. and we went to the Sagawa Nursery and I got a five-way apple tree. Wow. Has five different apples on it. That's impressive. And I'm really excited and I got a little lemon tree and it already has like a little baby Aww. lemons on it. And I got like a pinky orange hyacinth that I put on my kitchen counter so my house smells really good. Very nice. And it's just going great. That sounds nice. Mhm. Yeah. How's your week? I have a short week because we had Monday off for President's Day, mm-hmm. and then I have tomorrow off because I have to work Saturday. So, not really. I worked three days in a row and then had another day I don't off. work on Saturday. You don't? I keep thinking that I do. You don't, because I do. Well, we neat. don't. We don't work the same Saturday. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> I worked last Saturday. You did. I but did I kept not. thinking last week that I wasn't working Saturday. That's strange. Because it's- when I don't work... Mondays, it's I oh, don't work the Saturday before. Right. And we had a And I work holiday. the Saturday after. Right. And it's just throwing me off. Dang. Well, I get to sleep in tomorrow, so. Well, that's... I don't have to work on Saturday. Yeah, well. On Monday, I made a turkey. I saw a picture of your turkey. Yeah, it was yeah. a pretty good looking turkey. It was looked like bacon, your yeah. turkey. Uh, you weave a, a, a blanket, a bacon <laughs> blanket, and you put it on top of your turkey and then you don't have to, like, baste it or anything. I went out and I mowed the lawn while my turkey cooked. You could, you could mow your lawn? Because I haven't been able to mow mine. So Sunday, I went outside to pick up dog poo. Right. And it was so nice out there. I was like, I could mow the lawn after huh. this. But then halfway through, it started raining really hard. Oh, okay. Because my ground is so wet mm-hmm. that... Because I have to use... A, I don't have to, but I use a riding motor because yeah. I have a humongous backyard. And I'm afraid that I will make trenches. Yeah, that's so. definitely happened. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just have a little electric lawnmower, so it doesn't weigh very much. Yeah. Yeah, it was still really wet, but I'm glad I did it because my lawn looks nice now. Mm-hmm. And that means now that the, the ground is drying out because like the, you know. Because of the sun? Because of the sun getting down there. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sun can really just like Dry things out. Penetrate the grass. I don't know, whatever. The dirt. 
the dirt. Yeah. But I did my front yard too, and I was worried because I'd like um, planted crocuses in there. Oh. So I had my mower on the highest setting. Yeah. Setting. So it wouldn't kill all your flowers. Yeah. Nice. But I don't know if they're. We'll I don't see. know what's happening with them. We'll see, I'm sure. Well, my plan is if the sun continues tomorrow, we've had three solid yeah. days. So I'm going to see how that goes. I'll I'll mow the front yard for sure because I just use a regular yeah. mower for that. And everyone so. can see that. Correct. <laughs> well, and, and theirs isn't any better. So <laughs> You know what else happened this week? No. Um, that Broadway in Portland, you do know, because yesterday I, I was like, yeah. You were very excited. Um, they announced their next season lineup. Right. And there's a couple on there that I want to go to. Yeah. Yes. Me too. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> so Hamilton's coming back next year. Oh, and exciting. I did email and it was included in my hey, renewal. So. look at you. You're good to go. I'm good to go. Yeah. The Jesus Christ Superstar is the one that I really Yeah, you can see. go. And I it's the 50th. Thanks. It's the 50th anniversary. It is. Yeah. I don't know if that means they're doing... I, well, Matilda was like, is it the original cast? 50 years old? <laughs> yeah, 50 years later. <laughs> hmm. Probably not. Probably Who was not. in the original cast? You know, I don't remember because I only saw the movie port part of it. And that had uh, that uh, one hit Wonder Woman. What was her name? I don't even remember. But she sang that one song that was really popular. So it said that Jeff Fenholt uh-huh. was the original Jesus Christ superstar. Hmm. Hmm. Her name was Yvonne. Yes. No, yeah. And her was it? If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. If I can't have you. Mm-hmm. I yeah, she sang that one back in the day. Hmm. Interesting. Well, cool. And there's a bunch of musicals that I hadn't even heard of. Yeah. But, but seem good. Yeah, there were a number of them that number one I hadn't heard of, and then number two wondered why. <laughs> Tell me why. Oh, we did that last time. <laughs> yeah, so there's like a Donna Summers musical. Yeah. There's a Temptations musical. Yeah. Um, At least you know it's good music. There's a Pretty Woman two. musical. That's the one I'm questioning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Cats. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I always forget about Cats. The Band's Visit, which I don't know anything about. Me either. That's all of them. And Hamilton. And Hamilton, yeah. Sounds like a good lineup. Yep. I'm pumped. Yep. Everything's just great. Everything is just great. Generally. Except for the book I'm currently reading, which is terrible. <laughs> so, um, well, and I have those same yeah, feelings about my cookbook. To take me back Yeah, bring down. you back down. Yeah. Back down to reality. Come on. There's yeah. nothing beautiful today. This book makes me go, ugh. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you know, there are things in my life right now that make me go, Ugh. Yeah. When I'd rather go, um, Woo-hoo. yeah. <laughs> What's that? What is that noise you're making now? Hey, yo. <laughs> and I'd rather go, hey, yo. There it is. <laughs> Instead, I'm going, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to, a, or not listening That's to. That's what we should do every week is be like, What's making you go, hey, yo, this week? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Let's not do that. I've been watching a lot of Netflix uh, stand-up comedian shows just to try to remember that 
Uh, I can think about something else right now. <laughs> so who do you, what's your favorite? You know, there's no favorites, but I did, I did really laugh a lot at um, uh, Gabriel Gar- uh, Garcia. Is that his name? Is the oh, fluffy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He was hilarious. Have you seen Ali Wong's? Yeah, I saw those last year. <laughs> and um, there was a, a Scottish guy named Daniel Sloss. Oh, Pretty I don't know him. dark humor. And it was, I mean, it, his jokes are just terrible, but I laughed and laughed and laughed. Yeah, so we watched that. And then we have started playing Boggle after dinner, and that's always fun. Takes your Boggle mind is one of my favorite games. Me too. Yeah, I love that game. There's House Parks and Rec going. Did you abandon it? I didn't even pick it back. <laughs> because there's this one episode where they're like at Chris Traeger's house. In Indianapolis, and like, he, anyways, because he used to live there, and he, there's this, this part he goes, Do you want a boggle? <laughs> I'm like, I always want a boggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and Axel is now 11 and in fifth grade, heading to 12. And so he can compete. Well, he's no longer given um, the option to do two letter words Mm. it must be a minimum of three letter Mm -hmm. words now so so that's a fairly new rule so he's still trying it out (laughs) (laughs) testing the boundaries exactly well and then testing his spelling uh for different words Mm -hmm. yeah so we came up with some good ones we got i got bovine on one yeah matilda got um um did you do ovine no but matilda that's also a word Defile. Ooh, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a. Uh, it was pretty, pretty rousing. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the words. And Matilda uh, said, "This wouldn't be near as much fun if it was numbers. <laughs> like that wouldn't be fun at all. I don't. I don't like numbers. <laughs> Would that even work? I don't know. Binary. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're boggled." Board is like Gosh. that. Big. That would be beyond my abilities. <laughs> zero one one zero one. And then I'd be like, "What's that mean?" Get like a chart out. <laughs> oh, now that sounds fun. <laughs> Look, ooh, pretty. She's showing me what they're going to be doing as their program for next summer reading. Yeah, that's just a draft. That's very pretty. I like the what looks like painting. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that, but <laughs> I mean, I it put it together nice. with the different clip arts available to me. Spectacular. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. So that's nice. what I've been doing at work. That looks very nice. Summer reading planning. Yeah. I've got uh, that thing with Jacob today at six, but it's probably yeah. too early to start talking about summer reading mm. to the kids. We'll still talk about your teen program since it's a middle school. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm going to... Alene. Tonight? Tonight. For your brother? For my brother's birthday oh, dinner. Nice. That's exciting. Yes. What are you going to eat at Alene? We're going to Michael Jordan's Steakhouse. I'm sure so I'm eating steak. Steak. And I guess there's like a concert tonight or something or like a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so we got a reservation. But it's not until 745. Whoa. Because they're so busy because of the Dang. sold out show. Oh, okay. So that's fine. Just have to have a snack. Yeah. Before I go. Definitely. But I'm excited about that. That's fun. It is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see. March. 
March. March is soon. Man, March is soon. Because this will get posted next week, mm-hmm. the 27th, if I remember to do it. Mm-hmm. And then it'll only be a few more days until February, until March. Yeah. So this is what we have coming up in March. Do you want to know? Yes. Okay. For teen night, March 3rd, we're doing Bad Art Night, <laughs> which is so fun. That's one of my favorite teen programs. Really? Do you know what it is? Nope. So we get out just like a bunch of kind of like leftover arts and crafts materials. We like lay it all out there and the teens have like an hour timed to create a work of art. Mm-hmm. And then um, when time's up, everybody votes on their favorite. Oh, okay. So there's no like pressure about it, like looking a certain way. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be uh, fun, right? Finished, yeah, and um, creative. Nice. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's fun. And then um, I have some meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Tea night, March tenth. We're playing some games. We're gonna play Werewolf uh-huh. and Reverse Charades. Uh-huh. We have a little kids book club coming up again. We're doing um. Early chapter book series called King and Kayla, which mm-hmm. are like, um, Kayla's a girl and King is a dog and they solve mysteries. Son. Yeah. Like in a really simple, you know, blues cluesy kind of oh, way. Yeah. Okay. You know. I like blues. The first one's like King and Kayla and the missing dog treats. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Important stuff. Yeah. Real important stuff. Mm-hmm. Later in March, one thing we have coming up is Messy Art Night. Ooh. So we've been doing Messy Art day on a Saturday for the last couple of years this year we don't have the staff to do it on a Saturday so we're doing it on a Tuesday night March 31st Mm -hmm. and um, that's open for like little kids like ages five and younger and their families to come in make a mess in the auditorium Mm -hmm. making art yeah Mm -hmm. and I think I'm going to use messy art night as an opportunity to remind parents to count their babies in the census. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about like the census? Do you want to talk about the seed library? Do you want to talk about Humanities Washington? Yeah. Do you need me to remind you what's happening because you forgot all your stuff? No. Mm-mm. You got it all up there? Pretty much. All right. Yeah. yeah so um, the seed library, um, the March 2nd is the big... Opening the big date, the big opening date <laughs> where you can sign up to become a um, participant in that program. You do need to have your Longview Library card to be able to sign up for it, but you'll take your card to the desk, tell them you want to sign up, and then they'll tell you what you need to do from there. But after that, you'll be able to check out three packets of edible plants and three packets of non edible plants to be able to grow in your garden. And then I think it's the, what's that, 20-somethingth of March, the first class? Oh, I don't have the first class because I don't care. But what I have written down is the (laughs) plant exchange because I'm really excited. Okay, so it is on the... Plant exchange is on the 25th. 25th. And um, that's where you can come in and bring plants and exchange them with other people who have Mm -hmm. brought plants. I started mm -hmm. digging stuff up. Oh, you did? I have, like, so much parsley. Oh, so you're bringing parsley. Bringing parsley. Nice. I'll probably have other stuff too. I've also like a million spider plant babies. Oh wow. Okay. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I might have some broccolis. Wow. Lots of stuff. 
Well, and so the Seed Library is a great big brand new program that Austin is is um, coordinating, and it looks like it's going to be amazing already. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about it. We also have a Humanities Washington coming up, and they are on the 16th at 6 p.m. in the auditorium, and it is the discussion is on um, undiscovered feminists of Washington. And it's all in line with our women's suffrage, get out the vote. Our 2020 centennial celebration. Yes. And so this is um, one of one of the um, pieces of that celebration. And then we also have SCORE, which is going to be another wonderful class on the third Saturday of the month. That's the 21st. Yeah. And then... One other thing that is happening at the end of March is that we are starting um, another series for a writing workshop. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And so um, Alan will be coming in again to do our writing workshop, and it's going to be at night this time so that people who couldn't attend because it was during the day last time will be able to sign up for it. But you'll see information about that coming out in the middle of March. I talked to Alan on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be going on book chat with Alan next month oh, to talk fantastic. about trends in youth literature. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that is happening is, what was I going to say? Census. Oh, no, that's April 1st. But um, <laughs> the um, last culture cards oh, is this cards. month, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that'll be the end of this season. And the next season won't pick up until the late summer early fall so wow yeah it's it's got a big batch this year this this round thank you you're welcome yes there is a big batch this round and there's so much going on we haven't even hit the month yet yeah we're trying to get a display coordinated with the cowlitz county historical museum because becky is going to be displaying messy art for half of the month next month and we hope to be able to use the other half to display local interest historical items relating to um, the women's vote. We hope. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And then April 1st is Census Day. It's also Fun at Work Day. It's also April Fool's Day, so it's Mm -hmm. kind of weird to have that all on the first. But um, April 1st is going to be Census 2020 Day, and all five Kellogg's County public libraries are participating to be able to provide a spot on a computer for anybody who wants to come in during that day to fill out their online census form. They are welcome, and there will be a spot, and it shouldn't take very long. You just scream in, bring your number with you, and... Put it in and you're good to go. So anybody who um, is going to be filling out the census form, you will get a postcard in the mail from the census department with a household identifying number. Uh, and that's the number that they use to identify your home. And then they count everybody who lives in that home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not you're, not every person in the planet is going to get a postcard, just the one person who's in charge of the home. And then that is a snapshot of the United States on April 1st. Right. So even if you do it later, you're supposed to think about the 1st of April. April. All of the questions relate to Mm -hmm. the 1st of April. So just try to remember what you were doing on the 1st of April. (laughs) You will have the opportunity to fill that out at home. You don't have to come to the library. Mm -hmm. You can do it on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer. And you will get a postcard. Once you get the postcard, you can go on and enter your information and you're done. And if you're looking for like a side gig. Yeah, they need people 
badly to work the census. So seriously, if you're working for something to do on um, time that you have available, they're paying between $18 and $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. And you can sign on to the Census 2020 webpage, and they have information on where to go to apply. But you can also go to WorkSource, and they mm -hmm. have all of the applications and everything ready to go. So Cool. Yeah. The other thing, you know, and this is going to come out on the 27th, but I'm going to say it anyway. We have a hiring event on the 27th mm -hmm. from noon to 2, and the census people will be there soliciting people to go work. But they are going to be holding various hiring events at WorkSource from now until they get enough people. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to contact WorkSource because they're in contact with them every single day. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Cool. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. <clears throat> it's all very exciting. It is very exciting. And it's so funny because you sit back and you're like, okay, we've got the schedule sorted out. And then 17 other things pop up. <laughs> well, and then you're like, for me, it's like, oh, okay, I've got it all on a line. And then... And then I'm like, crap, that's like next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like it's almost March. That's yeah. unreal. I'm so excited. So so if you don't remember, I have a trip to South Korea planned for April, for the end of April. And so we are watching the coronavirus very closely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just to make sure we're going to be able to go. Yeah. So, uh -huh. so it's a little bit stressful about that as well. So I don't know. It's... It's up in the air right now. Uh, we were watching. We got a, a an alert because we're enrolled in the STEPS program, which is the um, uh, State Department's program for knowing where U.S. citizens are when they go overseas. Okay. So I just got back from Panama, and I was in that program. And when I went to Ecuador, I was in that. You know, So anytime I leave the country, I sign up with this STEPS program so the embassy knows that I'm right. there. In case you don't come back. <laughs> exactly. And then I signed up, us up for... Korea, because we knew we were going to be there. So I just signed me and Matilda up to get notifications. And so we've already started getting notifications about the coronavirus and mm -hmm. the number of people who are infected and that the Korean Immigration Department has locked down on um, screening people as they come in. And people from, from um, China, where it's mostly affected, mm -hmm. aren't being allowed in. And anybody who has a cold is not being allowed in. I mean, so we're watching it very closely to make yeah. sure we're going to be able to even go. Wow. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. It's, You've probably been thinking about it a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's one of those things where there's nothing you can do about it. Right. You know, so we, it's already, our, our trip is insured, so we're not going to lose out on anything mm -hmm. other than, you know, darn it. I yeah. really wanted to go. And Matilda um, has already decided that if we can't go, she's going to use that whatever vouchers or yeah. replacement costs we get, she's going to um, find a different place to go that isn't, you know, riddled Quarantine. with coronavirus <laughs> and just take a solo trip before she leaves the country. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, either way, she's going to go somewhere. Go somewhere. And then I'll, of course, use what I have mm -hmm. left to go back to Panama because yeah. that's all I'm going to do from now on. <laughs> As, I'm so bad. I've been cruising the internet looking at um property for sale and then working out in my head okay if i should i buy land or should i buy a house and then if i bought a house i could start renting it out on airbnb now and it would pay part of itself by the time i get there and wow yeah i mean seriously relocation thing yeah so next time i go i'm gonna do a little bit of scouting around to decide you know where i want to mm -hmm start the journey to live there. And, you know, the other thing is that 
it's a journey, so I don't have any idea where I want to live. I need to have general ideas of where I don't want to live. That's <laughs> yeah. the most important mm-hmm. thing. But I don't know where I really want to live. I do know I want to live closer to the water, so what's the point otherwise, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pitiful. And Once you're there, I just come visit you. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be spectacular. I uh, am obsessed with saving. Mm-hmm. And so uh, <laughs> over the weekend, I was like looking at mutual funds and high yield savings accounts. And I, so I was talking to Matilda and, and Lydia and I was like, you guys are going to move some money. You're going to move some money. <laughs> You're going to start making your money, make money. And so it's, it's just been a if choose financial independence yeah. kind of household. <laughs> Isn't that like personal finance month coming up? I hope so. Is that oh, March? I don't know. But the other thing was I was talking to Daniel and I said, Let's get an investment person to come teach a class so yeah. that I can take some notes because I really want Money Smart Week. When is that? Oh, that is coming up. Is that April? Oh, I got a YouTube notification. Yeah, I got a notification Money as well. Money Smart Shoot. Week. Um, and we have partnered in the past with uh, CAP. April 4th through yeah, 11th. That week I thought it was every April. week. Uh, well, so uh, it's also right for... <laughs> That's like National Library Week, too. I think it's the week after, isn't it? Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, So we got a lot of celebrating to do. Mm -hmm. It's a 50th anniversary of Earth Day in April. Already? Yeah. Jesus Christ Superstars, 52. Yeah. Well, no. Not 52, 50 also. No. Next year. Oh, that's right. 2021. Get it together. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Dang. She's harsh. What is that word you say? Why can't I ever remember what? it? The one that you're going to... You're, you're new, oh, new hey hey <laughs> Such a bad word. So, <laughs> not a bad word. Anyway, so um, so I've been doing a lot of, of uh, thinking about the future and, and uh, plotting things out. And I've mentioned before, I've got Axel studying Spanish so that he can come live with me and we can just kind of help him finish school on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was so funny. I was talking to him about it yesterday and he said, well, you know, as long as I don't have to take the classes in Spanish, I can go anywhere. And I was like, dude, if you're taking classes online, we can go anywhere as long as there's an internet connection mm-hmm. or a cellular connection. We could just do class on the you phone. Could. <laughs> yeah, so things things are uh, rolling. I mean, the only thing standing in our way is time. You know, we just have to wait the time. So I had a long conversation with the uh, retirement account advisor yesterday. And we for the city? For the 457, the um, optional retirement. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So she and I chatted on the phone yesterday. And so I plotted out my course of, of investing and lots of good stuff. <laughs> wow, you're so excited. I am. I am. I'm excited for... All of the cool things. Well, and and the other thing that's really cool that we just started is, not just started, but continue the hard fight, I guess, is um, there's grant money available for um, library improvement. And so we're we're submitting a a grant application to the state to try to get our modification. For capital improvements? For capital improvements, yeah. Mm. And so we will be able to take our, our first big step toward funding our modernization project. Good. Yeah, isn't that exciting? Yeah. I'm not going to count my you know, eggs. You know, you can 
<laughs> you can think about eggs, though. It's okay to think about eggs. Okay. That's a big project, so it's going to take a lot of work. But, I mean, that's also in the mix. Good. Cool. Yeah. Yes. And that's it. Me too. Okay. The end. The end. Just kidding. Yeah. So, so are we talking about our books now? Jinx. Eight, nine, ten. So our reading challenge selection for this week was is a cookbook. Correct. And that was your pick. So I get to pick next. You do. Cool. So do you want to go first? Do you want to pick first? No. Okay. So I will go first because I don't like my book. Great. I was sad, too, because you, I really had high hopes re- for it. You would really like the book that I got. Oh, of course I would. It yeah. worked out last week, too. Except the other way. So I checked out the book called Indian-ish, and it is Recipes and Antics from a Modern American Family. And it's written by Priya Krishna and her mom. And it is very attractive. When mm-hmm. you look at the book, it's a good size. It's notebook size, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, and bright, colorful. Um, it looks like a what? What decade do you think that is? The cartoon. Well, I think it's all like a '60s thing, color scheme. Yeah, it's kinda. got kind of like a modish, uh, yeah, design. It does, yeah. And then it has as its cartoon character an Indian woman who kind of resembles the get it. Uh, the you can do it lady mm-hmm. with a bandana around her head as well as Wonder Woman. She looks a little bit like Wonder Woman cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she appears throughout the book. And it is this Priya Krishna wrote this book about her family and their, they are an Indian American family and um, they are so... They're from Texas? Yes. Okay. And they... So... So I went through the book and I um, love Indian food. I like to cook Indian food. I actually made tikka masala and naan the other night for dinner. Mm. And I, it's delicious. You and didn't bring me in. I was gonna and mm. then I didn't, sorry. But um, you can bring it tomorrow. But don't oh, bring it if it's working. too spicy like it's that one time spicy. you brought me that curry yeah, that it hurt that me. That curry was crazy hot. But I'm... I'm I still think it was something else. So, okay. I mean, something in the curry yeah, that was that bad for you. Me. Exactly. Maybe it was a combination of things that just yeah. melted your face off. Just the roof of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole to your sinuses. <laughs> oh, <now. that> kind <laughs> of. It didn't feel Ouch. good. Anyway, um, so I, I, the first thing, of course, I did was flip through to see if there were pictures of recipes that I really wanted to try. And I was disappointed at the, the lack of recipes for every, the lack of pictures for all of the recipes. Mm-hmm. There are some pictures that show multiple recipes on them, but I'm, I'm not fond of those. I would rather, if you're going to give me a cookbook, I want to see what it's supposed to look like, especially if it's, if it's ethnic food and it's not something you can just see. Right. It's always helpful to have a photograph of it next to what it's supposed to look like. And so I felt a little bit disappointed. The pictures that are in here, though, are spectacular. I mean, they're really pretty food pictures. They're not... There's just not enough. There's just not enough, yeah. And... um, I don't know how to say it. You were saying to me yesterday, you didn't like, like, the the personal essays. I didn't. And all of that. I didn't. It's... it's, um, it seemed like a lot of rich people nonsense. It did. And it <laughs> not just rich people, but but kind of 
I mean, it was definitely a family who is well-to-do. There is no denying that they don't struggle at all, which everybody... It's fine. It's fine. But I didn't like how things were described. Mm -hmm. I didn't find them compelling. I didn't find them entertaining. I found them a little bit patronizing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just... So I quit reading them. And all I looked at were the recipes. And then I was telling Becky yesterday that in this entire book of recipes... I found only four that I might consider cooking. And that's just nuts for a book of 270 pages or 248, 50, 60 something pages to only find four recipes. I, I was disappointed. I'm sorry. It's okay, but. <clears throat> so, but you but haven't tried look, any yet? No, I have not. But when you look at the book, doesn't it look like it should be fun? Yeah. Yeah. And I was not entertained. Nor was I compelled to strike out and learn these things. Well, let me tell you about my book. Please do. Because uh, you will like it. Okay. Um, my book is, so it's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if my phone like is listening to me, but like after we recorded last week, like later that day, uh-huh. I got an email from Nat Galley that's like, don't you want to read this cookbook? Uh-huh. And I don't even normally like get cookbooks and stuff from right. Nat Galley. I don't think I ever have before. Right. Um, but I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so this book isn't out yet. I think it's coming out early April. Uh-huh. Um, and I read it. I read like the first half on my phone and then my eyes got kind of like, it's too small. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to wait until it comes out and finish it in print. Uh-huh. Um, but it is called The World Eats Here. Amazing food and the inspiring people who make it at New York's Queen's Night Market. 88 taste of home recipes from more than 40 countries. Uh-huh. And it's really cool. So it's by um, or put together by John Wong and Storm Garner. And they are husband and wife um, that met doing this Queen's Night Market. So he had some sort of regular New York job, uh-huh. finance or something. And he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to make a night market. Wow. So he coordinated and put it together. And um, he what he wanted it to do would be like to be like a community gathering place. And okay. like Queens, I think, is like the most like linguistically diversity in the United States. Uh-huh. And there's just people from like all over the world that immigrate and move there. Okay. So he wanted the night market to like represent all these different um, cultures that live in Queens and he mm-hmm. wanted it to make it like really affordable for people to like go and eat there. Uh-huh. So I think they have a rule that nothing can be more than $6. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and I think that kind of makes it, there are some things in here where I'm like, I don't know if I could make that. But overall, I felt like I really could make a lot of the stuff in the book uh-huh. because nothing is too complicated that would make it really expensive because of their constraint and their like food stalls and stuff. Uh-huh. But I didn't read all the recipes like that in depth, but there were some I was like, I can make that. Uh-huh. Anyways, so it has lots of photographs in it. And then Storm, the co-writer, she started doing a oral history project with all the people who have... Um, booths at the night market uh-huh. and that's like an ongoing project but that's part of it is included in this book too so it'll be like this person where their cuisine is from it'll have like a short essay that typically is about like how they came to have a stall at the night market uh-huh. and so sometimes say like usually say like where 
their family immigrated from. And some are like first generation immigrants and some are two second generation and like why they decided to do it. Cause a lot of the people aren't like professional food people necessarily. Okay. Um, and they all have really interesting stories. So it has like a map of all of the countries where people are from, which is cool. And then it's separated into regions. So the first section is North and South America and then Europe and then Africa and the Middle East and then Asia. Cool. And they're pretty um, evenly distributed. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's great. I don't know how big this book is going to be because it's just a book in my, but like, look how hard it is. Trees of Print is very small. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it tells about that, the book's about, et cetera. And then I kind of like the idea of that book too, coming from lots of different cultures and lots of different people and, 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 you know, the contrast is my book that was from one, you know, one person wrote it with the help of another person who is related to her. And so it was, you know, their story. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't interested in their story. So it made it less attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, if you find one person's story boring, it's only like a page and a half. Exactly. That's the thing that's like, yeah, it's not just a page and a half, but it's their recipes right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's right there. And like, they don't have necessarily photos of all of the food, but there's like a little illustration or sometimes a photo. And some of the stuff is like, this guy makes pastrami. And so it tells you how to make pastrami, wow. but then also how to just make a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> so if you don't want to like go through the work of making the pastrami, you can yeah. just like buy some and then make the sandwich <laughs> that he makes. The same too, there's like a recipe for a chorizo and it's like, buy the casings, stuff the casings. Whoa. Like kind of like, mm, I'm just going to buy some chorizo. <laughs> probably won't do that. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, we made chorizo the other day. I mean, we bought chorizo the other day and cooked, cooked it. <laughs> but I bought two kinds. So I got beef and pork. And I was like, hey, I'm just going to mix them, see what happens. Oh, bad idea. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I'll never do that again. Just a side note. Okay. On chorizo. <laughs> but we ate those with pat- patacones. That was delicious, by the way. Mm. Mm. And it kind of talks a little bit too in each. Well, the if they have to make changes because of like what's available, you know, in the United States or right. New York. Well, you know, um, they'll talk about know. like, you know, normally or traditionally it's like this, but we do it like this. Correct. And that's that's one of the things that I appreciate a whole lot because a lot of restaurants, they can get authentic things mm-hmm. and, or they bring it or they ship it. And, and then when you try to replicate things at home. You have no idea how to get that stuff. There was this one. um, This woman is from Antigua and she's talking about, well, they go back um, home like Mm. a couple of times a year and then they always bring back just like tons of seafood with them, like packed. And because it's not like meat. Right. It's like easier to travel with, right. I guess. Uh-huh. But it's like cracked me up. That is funny. Just going just home get, to get some food. Get some suit, uh, seafood. Suitcase of seafood. Yeah. That just kind of grosses me out a little bit. A little well, it's bit. all packed in ice and right. stuff. Yeah, but gross. <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> it's on the up and up. That's good. Anyways, yeah, yeah, just like so many. And it's just, there's like drinks in here. There's a really like wide variety of Different things to make. That's Sandwiches. Cool. See, and I love that kind of thing because, as you know, I Pine like tarts. to eat all kinds of foods from around the world. Ceviche? Yeah. Mm. I don't like bad ceviche, though. You don't like bad ceviche? <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is just you. good ceviche. 
It's just, I don't really know what else to say about it, except for it looks super yum. You know what I would really, one day, I doubt if I do it, but one day in my future life, I would love I don't to think I'd like have this. a restaurant. It's called, it? where is this from? Norway. Yeah, that looked like Norwegian. Yeah. And it's called Fiskroat. Did I pronounce the T? Yes. Fiskroat? Yeah. It's a fish pudding. I was <laughs> like, oh, thanks, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Land of my ancestors. <laughs> I will not eat this fish yogurt. Yeah. Yoy, yuck. Just those words are disgusting. Gross. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's good. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, this is what's in it. Two and a half pounds cod, potato starch, milk, buttermilk, heavy cream, butter, eggs, egg yolks, salt, cardamom, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, white pepper, yogurt, Mayonnaise, lemon juice, salt it and pepper. Sounds like Scandinavia right there <laughs> in a bucket. I just don't want fish with yogurt. I don't you even know, like yogurt, really. Um, I'm not a big fan of yogurt, but I'll I like Greek yogurt consistency better than regular yogurt consistency. But cod is one of the few fishes that I'll actually eat. I do like. I mean, I like fish. Yeah, I just don't like yogurt. I don't like <laughs> fish made into pudding. <laughs> Maybe I would like it, though. I just, I never had it. I don't know. Don't need to be such a... (laughs) Well, that's like the kids. They're not allowed to say I don't like it if they've never tried it. Mm -hmm. So I guess I don't like the idea of it. Mm. Um, But I'd try it just to make sure I knew. I'm just showing you a picture of this baklava. I love baklava. I've made baklava, um, but it's such a process. Yeah, anything with phyllo dough. It's like butter, layers, butter, layers. Man, I used to make this... um, uh, uh, Tea which is a spinach feta um, triangle with phyllo dough. Oh, mm. like spinacopita? It's kind of, but it's just spinach and feta and wrapped up in a triangle. So, oh, so it's not layered. N- well, I mean, it's layered like like a phyllo dough layers, right. but not, but not like yeah. You, you know I what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You know what I want to learn how to make? Moussaka. Maybe we could put that on our, let's learn how to make that okay. list. Okay. We'll see if that's in here. I stopped reading halfway through Europe because my eyes hurt. So you need to go to Greece and find moussaka. <laughs> Have you had Moldovan placentas? Did you say placentas? Placenta. <laughs> placenta. I've never had I don't any know placenta. how to speak this language. I don't think it's placenta. It says it's a cheese pie. Oh, well. So I'm all for cheese pie. Yeah, no, it's just pretty much pie crust and cheese. I could do that. Mmm, yeah. cheese pie. Cheese no placenta. Pie. <laughs> you know, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a rule that Denny you, like you give me food. I do like borscht actually. Yeah. Um a um friend of mine who is originally from Kyrgyzstan, she's Russian. This is she what I wanted to made make. borscht for me one time and it was the best. It was the best borscht I've ever had in my life. Mmm. I was just showing her cheese donuts. Yeah. Um, falafel. I love falafel. Mm. This is I brought that bought that piece of kitchen equipment so I could make, make falafel. falafel. This is I did actually read this because I was like flipping through and I was like falafel. But these are where are these falafels from? Egypt. Mm. And they are made um with fava beans instead of garbanzo beans. There is a, a cooking show on Netflix that um, has somebody making the fava bean 
falafels. You should go watch it. Fava beans always just remind me of like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Oh. oh, man. Anyways, pretty good stuff. Yeah. I, I love Here. food. Food's delicious. An eggplant salad. Wonderful. You like eggplant? I do, which is in moussaka, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that's why you brought that up. It is. <laughs> I had moussaka for the first time when we went to Bellingham to drop Lydia off, and it was so yummy that I put it on my to-do list. Are you growing eggplant this year? I might. I I want to, yes. I haven't cleaned out my garden yet, but... Then again, I can't get to my backyard. Mm. So. Do we have um, eggplant from? That so you can check that out? was a big joke um, between Austin and me because no, we don't. Oh. And it was funny because I kept saying, "Well, the only thing I really want to grow is eggplant." Yeah. <laughs> so he was feeling sad, but <laughs> the truth is that we're hoping that some kind gardener will donate eggplant seeds mm-hmm. in our program and then we'll have eggplant you mean yeah i mean it's a process mm-hmm. you know you we have what we have and we'll see what we get you get what you get and you don't get upset oh the way that my kids learned it from their daycare was you get what you get and you don't throw a fit it's mm, fine yeah well i like mine better i did you throw a fit no, I tell them that all the time, that oh. you get what you get. <laughs> yeah, they're not much fit throwers, though. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'd have to throw down some kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll make sure to tell Chris about this book so that he orders it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love to have that book. That's wonderful. So good on you, NetGalley, for... Yeah, good on you. And, it's and in a timely manner. Yeah. Yeah. Just so. So what are we doing next? So I want to do a book with garden in the title for ah, next time. Okay. Now, um, as part of our whole seed library, uh, Austin has ordered a bunch of new gardening books. So, has he? Yeah. So those are coming in every now and again. So I will actually probably be able to find something. And are those going to be set... They're going to be side like the civic. Yes. They're going to be in their own little shelf. Okay. Over by the seeds themselves. Okay. Yeah. And we're still working on cleaning that up. So, but it'll be ready. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And they're going to have a green dot instead of a red dot for new. It'll be a green dot for the seed library. It's a little green dot. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, great. <laughs> it's not like we have enough dots. I think you should get little flower stickers. But we're like, not doing just flowers, so do you have to be flowers and vegetables? <laughs> the vegetables come from flowers. Anyway, but, so I don't have dots on the civics books. Those are sparkly stars. I know. That's why I was like, in the sparkly stars, you can have flowers. I guess we don't. could put a leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's leaves on his logo. That's true. There's leaves. There are. Leaves exist. (laughs) But yesterday I was like putting books on hold. uh, (laughs) And I was like, oh, I don't want to pick any of these things before I have the book that I want to read for it. Uh Because I'm waiting for, I'm still waiting for Uncanny Valley. Waiting for Eight Perfect Murders. There was another one I don't remember. But I have this one Uh at my house. Oh, okay. 
Um, I haven't chosen anything for that topic, so that'll give me something to do. So the book I chose is The Forgotten Garden by Kate Morton. What kind of book is that? It's a historical fiction. Oh, fun. That'll be fun. I think it's historical. So you don't know what you're going to read yet? No clue. So the kids and I have been talking for several years now about making our own secret garden. Yeah. Are you going to read The Secret Garden? Well, no. I was thinking about reading a garden planning book mm-hmm. um, about making your own secret garden. So I'll see if I can find something like that. And I mentioned it to Austin. So he too offered his opinion on what types of plants to put in there that would provide the secret part of it, you know, without... So are you making like walls? We haven't decided. We kind of plotted out where it would have um, some hedging-looking things that could be walls Mm -hmm. after a a time because they got to grow, and then paths and um, an arbor and, you know, that kind of stuff, and a bench that's hidden behind hedges and, Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah, but... I don't know how to do any of those things, so I got. Have you been book. watching Big Dreams, Small Spaces? I watched it for a while, and um, it's all inspirational. It's very mm-hmm. nice to watch that, but then you know you look at your own yard, and that guy's not coming over anytime soon. So, um, well, no, <laughs> but. I could get Austin to come over, though, to help me. He could be the curly-haired guy that comes over to help out with the garden. You're like, I've been saving planting this hedge till when Monty came. Exactly. I don't even know what kind of hedge, Monty. Come on, tell me. Um, But that's funny because I just just watched, rewatched the first episode, and he does go and, like, help them plant a hedge. Yeah, well, and uh, the problem that I have is that I would love to plant the exact hedge that he planted, but there's no telling that that hedge is going to grow in my area which is where somebody like austin who knows what grows here better than i do his knowledge will be helpful yeah our climate is really similar to theirs though yeah but i'm just saying you know if i know for sure something's gonna grow i'd rather plant that than something i am unsure of so Mm -hmm. i like things to be I watched Monty Don's American Gardens show. Did I tell you about that? No. Did you hate it? I loved it. Did you really? It made me cry. Did you? Really? Wow. That's kind of like, I love the Great British Bake Off show, but when I saw the first episode on Netflix of the American Baking Show, I hated it. Is it the same people? It it was the um, Paul and then somebody here. So one of the hosts was the same, but the other one was different, an American person. And um, and I think I didn't, you can't get it on the Netflix here. It's when I logged into my Netflix when I was traveling, oh, mm-hmm. I actually got to see it on Netflix. Yeah. So that's one of the best things is to see what other countries Netflix offers. So, the, so Monty Don's blank gardens, he's done French gardens, Italian gardens, Japanese gardens, and American gardens. Mm-hmm. And it's like a shorter show where he just like tours different gardens and he like talks about like how what the gardens of different countries say about like the national culture and character and I stuff. I did see when he went to France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that one. And so it was just really interesting to me to like hear his perspective as like an English person on what he thinks like American culture is mm-hmm. and how it's reflected in our in our gardens 
And I think he really nailed it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And he was talking about what he found to be kind of um, pretty constant across American gardens, which are all like really different, uh-huh. was this like a almost kind of like a fearlessness in experimenting. And uh-huh. then like, I guess if it dies, then we'll just try something else. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean... And I was like, it's a good thing we don't raise children like that. <laughs> that's how I garden. I'm like, well, that's I'll just... how you're going to say that's how I raise children. <laughs> I don't have children. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, well, now this. we know why. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that's true. I think that's well, and I think that's how I approach vegetable gardening. Mm-hmm. You know, if I plant it and it takes more than I'm willing to put into it to make it grow and, and be fruitful, then it'll die and I'll put something there that will grow and be fruitful. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is true. Yeah. Put it down, see what happens. Yeah. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, um, Austin and I were talking about, um, uh, crossbreeding happening just innately in your garden. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him the story about how I had planted a Those tomatoes? red, uh-huh, yeah. a red cherry tomato and then a, a sun gold cherry tomato. And then the next year the volunteers came back pink and it just happens. And so I just let them grow. Mm-hmm. Eat them. <laughs> That's right. Pink <laughs> tomatoes. Yeah. But then they quit because I quit, you know. Tending them. Tending them. Yeah. It, whenever I travel in the summer, I don't make a garden because nobody else takes care of my garden. So I, I just wait till the next year. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the next year. I, oh, wait, I might not be. Oh, uh, we'll see. It'll be fine. Oh, Matilda will be here. Yeah. I'll ask her to do it for me. Lydia might be here for a little while. Lydia has um, is moving out of the dorm mm-hmm. and into an apartment. So that's exciting. And she's excited about that. And we're excited that it's going to cost less. So huh. that's great. Great news. We're also excited that she put in some job applications. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It probably just costs differently. Well, it... Because she probably got a meal plan it. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and so it will cost differently, but it will cost differently over a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Have like a more control mm-hmm. over exactly, it too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll be able to, you know, just ration it out in a different mm-hmm. way rather than, oh my gosh, did you just see that check? <laughs> Holy crap. You're like, I'm going to send you $50 for groceries. <laughs> yeah. I'm signing up for this side hustle with the census yeah. just to take care of Lydia's Make tuition. Lydia do it. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't have a car. So she just walk around. Well, I don't, I don't know if that'll work out. But anyway, I don't know if they have the same difficulties up there. You'd think with that many college kids, they'd be able to cover some positions, some part-time at your schedule oh, position. I don't know. Yeah. But I know in our area, we are hurting. For yeah. workers. So yeah. uh, our trainer person told us there were 6,000 positions that hadn't been filled. Not here. Like, well. Still, $6,020 an hour jobs yeah. just yeah, not nice. being filled. Yeah, no, and he said it was like four, four months or something. The U.S. Census is like the biggest employer in the country. Right. Yeah. Now, now I want to side hustle that. You can do it. Yeah, because that'll, that'll contribute to my savings fund. Yeah. Yeah. And like if you don't get to go to Korea, yeah. you can just do the census instead. Right. <laughs> True. I just, and I was just pulling that message up and they did change the date. So now I have to go in and look at my tickets and see what Mm -hmm. the heck's going on. Talk to Matilda, see what she wants to do. So dang it. Yeah. But I don't think it's coronavirus related. I think it's just airline related. So we'll see. Next, next show I will 
give you an update. <laughs> you know, because it's going to go by fast because this flight is supposed to be the end of April. So that's only like three and a half shows between now and then. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Time flies, especially on podcast time. Yeah. yeah. And we've been having just the way that the months fall like an extra week in between in between mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the month. Yeah. Yeah. And April has five Thursdays. It's too many. What is that all about? That's insane. Five Thursdays in <laughs> April. 30 days has April. June. June. Finish it. <laughs> right? 30 days has September, September, April, June, and November. There you go. All the rest have 31, except February. <laughs> Good job. Which has 29, 29. This, this year, which is exciting. Did you ever do like time. the knuckle one? No, I never learned that. And I still don't know how it works. So it's, you, you start at the edge of your knuckles uh-huh. and this has a 31 day uh-huh. and the indent of your knuckles doesn't. Oh. So January, February, March, April, May, June, June July, June. August, September, October, November, December. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. There's this episode of Parks and Recreation. Of course there is. <laughs> Um, where April has been like scheduling all of Ron's meetings for, um, uh, March 31st. Cause she didn't think there was a March 31st oh, uh-huh. and then it rolls around and he's got like 200 meetings. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like that every day. That's like today. So we did training and then, um, I had to do a tour for the, um, Japanese, Sister city visitors. And then uh, I had to, I didn't have to, but I went to the doctor Mm -hmm. and then that was through my lunch hour. And so then come here and then I do this until we get done. And then after, after hours, I have the middle school to go to. So today feels like March 31st Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. But then again, as I mentioned, I have tomorrow (laughs) To mow the lawn. To mow the lawn. Maybe you could clean up your garden a little bit and get well, it ready. It's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I did clean it up and made it, you know, I got all the grass out of it, everything, tilled up the soil. So I know that it'll be easier this time to pull all the garbage out. There's some weeds that are growing up in there. And I always let volunteers just grow whatever mm-hmm. happens to be there. But I doubt there's anything this year. So we'll see. The other day I was digging out like my parsley seeded and I have like a million of them. Mm-hmm. So I was potting some up out of my garden and there's just like a million worms in there. Good soil. Yeah. But I was trying to like keep them in there right. <laughs> like right. and give my worms away. No, no. But there was a lot. Yeah. Well, I didn't grow anything last year, so we'll see how the soil does this year. I normally every three years or so need to go get some of that supercharged soil from the dirt store. Poo dirt. No, not poo dirt, but the one that they make over at Swanson's Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's been composting for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. And I just get, you know, a couple of yards of that and then mix it in with the soil and it, and it just and brings everything. It. Yeah. 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 My dogs love it when I get that kind of dirt too. <laughs> and they pick through it to get the good stuff. Gross. Dogs are disgusting. <laughs> I just like to eat poo. You know, Axel was going, he was cleaning his room. And so he came across a dog book, of course, cleaning your room. 
Uh-huh. Yep, stop I and got look it. At you don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> so he, he's yelling from his bedroom, can we get this guy a dog? And I'm like, no. Aww. Can we get this guy a dog? No. Can we just get another cat? No. <laughs> another cat is no replacement for a dog. He's trying really hard for that dog. Do you see Jennifer's mom's dog? I did. Hope. She's so cute. She's on Instagram now. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She needs to come back and visit us again. Oh, my gosh. You should get one of those. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No way. So cute. Mm-mm. Nope. You could get one and just leave her at the library. Ugh. We'll take care of her. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we just won't. Uh, yeah. I was trying to convince Daniel to get a puppy. Yeah, it's just what he needs. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh. I even picked one out for him on the internet. Oh, sent it to like, him. Was like, it was like an old puppy and it only had one eye. Oh my gosh. And peed all over the place. No. <laughs> it was cute. He liked it. Uh, well. <laughs> it reminded me of... Um, Kristen Bell's ugly dog. Mm, I don't have any idea what that is. She's pretty cute, but like you don't get an ugly way. Uh huh. That's funny. <laughs> Here's your cute, ugly dog. All right. All right. We're uh, set? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be back next time. Yeah, we will. We'll be back next time. Next time on Your Shelf of Mine, we'll be talking about books with garden in the title. And you'll be good. Right? I think my book will be good. I hope so. You... I don't have a book yet. There's no telling. Why don't you pick a good book? I'll try my hardest. I thought I picked a good book this time, but... Mm. Do you want to read one of my favorite books from my youth? No. I would worry that you wouldn't like it. Yeah. But I it's called The that. China Garden. And I oh, you it. told me about that. I don't want to read that. <laughs> no. I'm good. I will find, I will find my own destiny book. With garden in the title. Maybe you can find one that's called like gardening with eggplants. Hey, wouldn't that be fun? I don't know. I don't I don't, know. I don't really like it. I don't I like eggplant in stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. By itself it's not my favorite. Yeah, it's well, a weird texture. You know, Baba Ganoush is is actually one of my favorites. So I know. And it's a paste. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, it's fine. Mm. <sighs> if you like eating paste <laughs> with falafel. <laughs> I do like falafel, <laughs> but I like more of like a garbanzo bean paste. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Right. Thanks for listening to your show. Or mine. I'm Becky. I'm Elizabeth. Bye. Bye. Studio time for Your Shelf or Mine is donated by KLOG, Cook and Country, and 1015 The Wave. We at the Longview Public Library thank our local stations for their ongoing support. Your Shelf or Mine jingle is written and performed by Megan McEldry from A Song for You. Find Megan on Facebook or Twitter at Meg McEldry or online at ReverbNation.com slash Megan McEldry. That's M-E-A-G-H-A-N-M-C-E-L-D-E-R-R-Y. ReverbNation.com slash Megan McEldry. This is how we do it. Not again.